Welcome to Jeff in Motion. It's nice to have the sun out for once. It's still cold as all hell, but... Ooh. It's got a wind chill of negative 18 right now. Son of a bitch. But it's only negative eight. Don't worry. Hmm. I don't really have a plan for this episode. I figure it'll just kind of be a where Jeff is at at the moment type of episode. I think we're going to talk about some video games. But uh, first, kind of a follow-up to Monday's episode, talking about being socially awkward and the internet ruining kids these days, and they can't talk to each other, and they won't look each other in the face, and you know, son of a bitch, the society, it's crumbling. Uh through various discussion with people, uh, namely uh, Aislinn, my partner, we kind of discussed how it's not so much that kids are becoming socially awkward, it's that socially awkward kids are being able to get out there more. So it's, uh, it's enabling people to have a some a a social life without actually having to go socialize and um there were kids who just previously wouldn't have socialized and now they can <laughs> but i was speaking with my grandmother um in my weekly uh grandmother breakfast uh, date, and we we're just talking about. Um, I believe the way she put it was: some people are just talkative, and other people aren't talkative. Which is it's it's in line with what I was talking about on Monday. Um, some people just don't socialize as much, and she was talking about how you know, oh, she, I was always talkative, and your pap, he wasn't. He just he didn't. He didn't like talking to strangers. He didn't. If people asked him a question out in public, he, he would answer, but he wouldn't keep talking. And um, completely unsolicited, she was like, "Yeah." When I used to ask him why he didn't talk to people, he told me that you never know if you might end up talking to the devil. And um, I took it in stride. I didn't go, holy shit, meme, what the fuck, um, even if that was what I thought. I was like, oh, yes, mm, yes, no, no, my eggs are fine, yeah, I don't need more, yes, oh, yes, no, I did put butter on my toast, it just melted, yep, mm-hmm, so, that was just, that floored me, and one of my first thoughts was, people think kids these days can't socialize because of the internet. People 
one to two generations older than us were afraid to socialize because they might accidentally talk to the devil. I'd honestly say we've made some progress. And kids these days are going to be fine. I don't think many people are socially isolated due to fear of accidental interaction with a demonic being. And uh, I thought I would just share that with you guys. Because, holy shit. I mean, I love my grandfather. I, I'm aware that uh, as I get older and hear more stories, that wasn't the only thing he was a little backward about. But, product of his time, I suppose. That's not really a defense, that's more just a statement of fact. Hi. <laughs> well, I'm not going to post post humanously, human humorously. No, that's not it. I'm not going to hold that against him now that he's dead. The fact that he didn't speak to strangers because they might be the devil. But it's definitely something that's going in the permanent file. Of now, I know just a little bit more about Pap and why he was the way he was. But. I can rest assured that he did speak to me, and he was, probably didn't think I was the devil. So that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the title of this episode. I'm probably not the devil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. <clears throat> But, uh, weight loss, um, I have made, I have managed to lose about two pounds since I decided, fuck this, I want, I'm not gonna let myself stay ten pounds heavier than I want to be, um, and I maintained that weight loss even through a date night last night, um, out with my, with, uh, Aislinn, we got beer and guacamole and dip, and I got frozen yogurt, and I still managed to keep the two pounds off via exercise, so, and not drinking soda at work. So, I, I've got high hopes. Uh, I'm hoping by the, uh, by, by bathing suit time, I'll have lost those ten pounds, and, uh, we'll be feeling healthier. It's not, it's not so much about aesthetics. I do like my face when it's thinner, personally, um, but it's far more about not feeling fat. I, I've been feeling fat. Um, and that's not... I don't like that. I don't like feeling winded. I don't like uh, feeling just uncomfortable in my skin. So... There's that. So, who likes video games? I do. Um, I have been playing, com uh, <laughs> relatively speaking, a ton of video games, uh, compared to me of the last few years. I am currently playing Super Mario 3D Land, 
Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD for the Wii U. Bravely Default on the 3DS. Adventure Time Explore the Dungeon Because I Don't Know on the 3DS. And I believe uh, Warhammer Quest on my iPhone. And Hero Academy. I'm always playing Hero Academy. Nerdtastic91686. Get the game. Send me a request. I will play you. I love that game. And so that is just... Compared to my usual one to zero games going at a time, uh, I, I'm li- living it up. And uh, this, a lot of... Oh, oh, and uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. I'm still determined to play that game uh, but it just the fa- Morgan doesn't really like it because it's a little it's too scary uh, air quotes for her um, because it's a little more realistic than say Wind Waker is and I can't play it while I'm jogging because the motion controls are so uh, precise that jogging just throws it the, all of just throws it the fuck off so I can't can't do that but uh, Morgan absolutely loves slash craves uh, watching us play uh, Mario, and um, she's pretty fond of Wind Waker, uh, which she refers to as Baby Zelda because <laughs> there's a the, she thinks that the uh, cell shaded Link looks like a baby, and she also says Dragon Boat. So she she enjoys Wind Waker quite a bit, um, but she tends to be fairly scared of the enemies, especially if a lot end up on the screen at one time. Um, if I'm getting swarmed by something, uh, she tends to hide behind my back. But I'll always be like, it's okay. Do you want to not play this? And she's like, no, Zelda, Zelda. So, and, uh, we're working on getting her to recognize that the character's name is Link. Um, but she's four. I'll, I'll, I'll let it slide. Zelda, baby Zelda game. Dragon Boat. And I'm pretty sure I've spoken about Super Mario 3D Land before on this podcast, but it just, it's a stellar game. Just freaking stellar. Uh, I've never played a bad Mario game, but I've definitely played ones that grabbed my attention more than others. Uh, and this is one of them. This one, they went above and beyond. You play what seems like just a pretty good Mario game, and then it just, about halfway through, you're like, wow, this shit, they really put some work into this. And, I mean, it's beautiful. Nintendo is starting to really take advantage of the Wii U's graphics capabilities, um, it's shiny, it's pretty, it's fun. Uh, I, I can't recommend it highly enough. Wind Waker. Uh, I never played the original Wind Waker. Uh, that comes from just not having... An, I wasn't a Nintendo kid. I was a Sega kid. Uh, and when I got past the age where console wars are a thing, uh, I started picking up older... Uh, Nintendo franchises and looking into them, and I mean, people were right. Mario's stellar. Um, 
the Legend of Zelda series is stellar. Um, I haven't really gotten into Metroid yet. Uh, at some point, I'll give it a try. Uh, it's great. They're great freaking games. It's it's a real bummer to me that Sonic couldn't maintain. <laughs> that he kind of got chewed up and spit out by 90s extreme fads. And, uh... Really, really bumps me out. I don't even know. They, they put out a Sonic game for the Wii U that looked intriguing. It looked like uh, Super Mario Galaxy had a baby with Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, but I haven't heard anything about it. It's been out. It's already, like, 30 bucks. Maybe when I... I'll... I, no one said anything about it. As far as I can tell, it was just another swing and a miss. Um, and now they're rebooting the whole series uh, by outsourcing it to another co- uh, company. And it looks like uh, Ratchet & Clank ate Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, which, I don't know, maybe maybe just fucking hitting the restart button is what they need. But it, it also, it looks like there's still like, oh, remember these things that were in, that were cool in the 90s? Sonic's also from the 90s here. And it's just like, shit. So, we'll see. Sonic is always where I've been. I'm a, I'm a Sega kid at heart. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, faux life. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'd love, I would love for someone to hand me a Sonic the Hedgehog game that impresses me even half as much as Super Mario 3D Land did. Uh, Bravely Default. That is actually a pretty unique situation where that game I bought with almost no knowledge. Um, All I was... And definitely the game I bought with the least amount of research. I usually tend to do some research. But... The sheer amount of people that I knew that were excited for it, that I greatly trust their video game opinions, led me to just make an impulse decision and purchase Bravely Default, and I am not regretting that decision in the least. Um, it's a Square Enix game in kind in the world of Final Fantasy, sort of. Um, there are a lot of shared terms, a lot of shared... Um, aesthetics, it's even to the point of shared items, and like, and I did a little bit of research on it after I bought it, apparently there was like a Flash game online that someone, I, someone had built, and it was doing really well, and Square, and I don't even know if Square Enix was behind it or not, I'm not sure, but basically, this Flash game got so popular that Square was like, hey, let's put out, like, a legit full-fledged game. And it's stellar. It's absolutely awesome. Um, I haven't... I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Um, I know. I know. Maybe I am the devil. And that's, again, from... I was the second kid. So, when they were on Nintendo systems, I didn't have them. And when they were on PlayStation systems, I didn't have them. And, um, I recognize that they're some, like, some of the best games around, especially their early, earlier ones. Um, I've heard it gets, uh, hit or miss after seven. Um, 
but that's the thing. They're also, they're not, like, I can go and play an old uh, Mario game and play it for a week and be like, okay, cool, I got it. I got it. Maybe I didn't 100% the game, but, you know, cool. This was good nostalgia. Boom. But the that's the thing with RPGs. These are, like, often commitments um, to start these games. So... I'm not opposed to picking up a Final Fantasy game, but it's really going to have to be engaging for me now for me to play through it. And I think this Bravely Default game was... Because I've always wanted to kind of get... I know that the Final Fantasy JRPG genre is something I'm into. I, I know that for a fact, but I just haven't had a doorway in and Bravely Default seemed like a solid doorway into the genre, and uh, I've got to say, I've been playing it for three mornings now, and I absolutely love it. It's really great. Um, it's got a really interesting uh, job system. Your characters are kind of blank canvases, and you unlock different jobs, and you can like overlay these jobs, which affect your character's statistics and uh, weapon and armor proficiencies, so, and you can swip, like, you don't get locked in to a certain, like, your characters don't get locked into a certain thing that they're stuck with for the rest of the game. So, it's like, oh, sh- you don't have that thing in RPGs where you've, you're 20 hours in and you realize that, oh, man, maybe I should have chose this other thing. No, you can just swap it out and bada-boom, you're good to go. So, it's, it's, and there's so much, so many things you can tweak uh, and it's intimidating. It's absolutely intimidating at first, but I'm a few hours in now, and I'm feel I'm kind of getting the feel for it, and I'm really really enjoying it. Quite quite a bit. Um, well, uh, Hero Academy. You, I've talked about Hero Academy on this podcast ad nauseum. It's free. Get it. Download it. Play me. Try it. If you like it. You'll know if you like it pretty quickly. And then if you do, boom, it was free. Buy some some, uh, new races and have a freaking ball. It's a great game. I wish that they were continuing to expand it. Uh, But now that it's out for Linux and Android, in addition to it already being out for PC, Mac, and iOS, uh, here's hoping that they're... They're going to continue to uh, add teams and features and whatnot. Crossing my fingers. Don't have my hopes high, though. And uh, Warhammer Quest is a game that went on sale over the last weekend. I believe it is now like 3 or $4. But it's a top-down dungeon crawl type game, turn-based, and I wasn't sure if I'd like it, but it came highly recommended, and I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, It's... You kind of have to be into the genre. Uh, It helps that I'm familiar with some Warhammer, like, uh, just information, so that kind of helps me out there. Um, I don't know, I like, I'm enjoying it, I'd say, take a look at it, if it looks like something you'd enjoy, you probably will, 
It's a fairly large game. One, a word of caution, though, uh, I have an iPhone 5S, and it makes my battery drain like it's a Sega Game Gear. It just, whomp, it tanks. And also, it makes my iPhone kind of hot after playing it for a little while. So, it's a pretty intensive program. So that's just a word of caution. So, yeah, that's where I'm at in the world of video games. Uh, And I'm probably not the devil. Uh, This has been Jeff in Motion. Have a good Wednesday. And, uh... Talk to you Friday.